You are listening to my dad's cool podcast called Crypto's J Means Business, sponsored by JS Tax Corporation. He will talk about tax issues regarding small businesses, cryptocurrency, and whatever pops in his beautiful mind. Was that good, Daddy? Hello, when you are listening to the Crypto J Means Business podcast series, my name is Jamal Solomon, a.k.a. Crypto J. In this podcast series, we talk about taxes, cryptocurrency, small businesses, financial literacy. We even talk about how to teach the youth about money or any little thing that pops in my little, my beautiful mind right now. And right now it is tax season, the beautiful moment that everybody's been waiting for. I'm a tax accountant. I represented over a hundred people in front of the IRS. And you know what? I always feel that there's a need to talk to people about taxes because a lot of times most people that get into big trouble with the IRS, it could have been prevented if they just got correct information. So listen, this is not a sales pitch. This is just me trying to just speak my mind to help you guys. But if you need additional help, you can email me at Jamal, J-A-M-A-A-L at JSTaxCorp.com. Also, you can check out my website at TaxItAndForgetIt.com. So listen, guys, let me just do a disclaimer before we get into this. I got three young children. I'm married. I've been married for 12 years and I have three young children. The ages of nine, six and two. And listen, it is the winter time. These cats are always getting sick. And you know what happens when one gets sick? They keep on playing with each other. Then all three get sick. And you know who they go to? They go to mom and dad. Then mom and dad get sick. So I apologize in advance if I clear my throat or I cough throughout the podcast because I'm just getting over a cold that all three of my children just had flu. So I apologize in advance. But today podcast is going to be about can you claim business expenses for a business that had no taxable income? A lot of times people come to me, they just started a business and the IRS understands that sometimes it takes a couple of years or more to get that first client or or make a profit. So we all like to believe that the IRS is evil and stuff like that. But I dealt with them a lot of times and I can honestly say that 99.9% of the IRS agents are very nice people. And then you got the 0.1% that, listen, ain't nothing you could do about it. They was horrible before the IRS. So listen, the IRS understands this, but they also understand that people try to get over. So, you know, they kind of, kind of pounds it out. So don't ever feel ashamed or don't feel like you don't have the right to deduct business expenses. If you really get no income and you haven't made money in a couple of years, the most important thing to really recognize before including any type of business expense on your tax return, especially when, you know, there's no profit or anything like that for the past couple of years is you got to know whether or not you have a business or you have a hobby. Now, there's a lot of information about the differences. I am not going to go too heavy on it because ain't nobody want to hear me talk about taxes for 30 minutes in the air. So basically, I always like to suggest people to simply go to irs.gov. That's the IRS official website. And, you know, 
just talk about just search business and hobby and let them find out what is the definition of both business is eventually in in my own little words is you really doing it for a profit maybe it's not the first couple of years but you know what you're doing everything to get a profit right and now with a hobby now i had somebody that bowled a lot this person i I completely understand that bowling is a professional sport for many people, but I also understand that it's a hobby for 99% of bowlers. And my parents are, they love to bowl. They bowl like every weekend. They travel all over the country, but they are not professional bowlers. And this wasn't my parents that asked this. So the guy, so somebody gave this guy wrong information. Like I said, a lot of times people could have, Got to prevent getting in trouble if they would just listen to the right person. And somebody told him that he could deduct his bowling expenses as business expenses. And I had to tell him, I said, listen, I understand that you take bowling seriously, but you're really not doing this for a profit because whether you make a profit or not, you're still going to bowl because you love it. You are retired. You make other income. This is not your main job. You didn't train for this. It's going to be a hobby. You do not want to put this on your tax return and get audited because if you get audited, all those deductions that you that you deducted on your tax return, you're going to have to pay back with penalty and interest. The worst thing about getting caught in an audit with the IRS when you do something um, wrong is that you got to add interest and penalties to whatever you got. That's a killer. That's how a 20K tax bill become easily become a 100K tax bill. All right. So listen, number one, recognize and be honest with yourself and seek a professional. Do you have a business or a hobby? And like I said, we could go on for days about, you know, what's the difference? I'm not going to do that to you guys. And another thing that um, a second thing is offsetting losses. Sometimes people come to me and I'm not going to name names, but some of these marketing companies, uh, they, they sell people a dream to say, listen, if you spend ten thousand dollars worth of these business expenses going to our conferences and buying some supplies, you're gonna get all that money back. Now you may be thinking, ah, Jamal, nobody believes that, but I could tell you a lot of stories when somebody, a potential client, cursed me out or they threw stuff at me or they said I don't know nothing, basically because they didn't get back whatever they spent as a refund. That doesn't happen. Listen, guys. If you don't have no other income, I'm talking about investments, I'm talking about wages, and you all you have is business loss, you will not generate a refund. What it will do, it will reduce your taxable income, but it will not guarantee you a refund. And if you spend 5000 that doesn't mean you're going to get $5,000 back. Now, in normal situations, that means it reduces your taxable income to 5000 but it doesn't get you a refund. So if you hear anybody that's trying to sell you that type of dream, whether it's a tax accountant or a business person, leave that person as soon as possible because all they're trying to do is just take your money. All right? The third thing we want to talk about is record keeping. Record keeping is very important when, let's say, the last first three years of your business, all you have is expenses and very minimum income because you know, you might become a candidate to be red flag. And the thing about being red flag audited is really a computer that does it. 
and because there's certain things that the computer knows that's out of the ordinary, and then they send it to a human. So it's not like, don't think like there's humans that's reading your tax returns and say, oh, this is bad. Let me just audit this. Nah, the computer said, hmm, this don't make sense. This person, all he does is doing expenses for the past three years. Let me just submit this to be reviewed, and that's how it happened. So if that should happen, if you've done the right thing, there's no reason to be scared. Yeah, it might cost you some money for somebody to represent you like myself. But if you did the right thing, it's just going to be inconvenient. But um, it is very important regardless to have great record keeping. You got to prove that you was doing all these expenses to make a profit. So calendars, um, tasks, uh, write on receipts. What was the business purpose of the the business um, lunch or conference or stuff like that? So all these receipts, you have to be able to prove that it was for business. And, you know, it just so happened that. It just didn't work out. You didn't get that one client that will change everything for you, but you keep on trying. Because at the end of the day, the IRS is not going to take your word. It's going to come all down to the records. So you need to develop a great record-keeping system. Now, this is interesting. The fourth thing is interesting. Did you know that you could postpone the determination of the, uh, when the IRS is trying to figure out whether or not what you're doing is profitable or not? I'm like, wow. You learn something new every single day. Now, what I want you to do, because like I said, remember, ain't nobody want to hear me talk about taxes for 30 minutes in the air. Now, if this was a workshop and I might do master classes, oh, we'll get into this deep. But for a podcast, nah, we're not going to go into that. I want you guys to research. Well, Google. Google makes everything easy in this world form 5213 and that's called the election to postpone determination as to whether the presumption applies that activity is engaged in for profit that is the longest form name ever and i hope that the main thing that you realize that all you gotta do is put in a google search form 5213 irs and you are good so what you could do, this postpone any IRS assessment on whether you are conducting a business or hobby until the fourth year you're in business. Now, after that time, and they postpone it, and they decide that everything that you did was a hobby, you may be in a lot of trouble. So, um, and what this does, this gives you time to show a profit in three of your five, first five business years. All right, so like I said, very important google irs form 5213 if you're in a situation that it's been like two or three years and you haven't shown a profit all right so with that folks that is all i want to give y'all today like i said you could definitely contact me if you need help you could hire my beautiful brain whatever you could you know keep your, your accountant but when you go to a tax accountant i'm always a big supporter of you just knowing the basics don't ever just take the word of a tax accountant i always tell people you'd be surprised how how many people got bad information from the tax accountant simply because they assume that the tax accountant knew everything and was telling them the correct thing 
don't be lazy. It doesn't take much to Google a tax situation. I'm not trying to say for you to be an expert, but you need to know what questions to ask and what to look out for because every tax accountant does not have your best interest in mind. I know a lot of tax accountants that listen after tax season, after they take their money, they do not care about you. So they will put down what ever on your tax return just so you could get a refund shut up and just come to them next year you could take my word or you're not but don't be that person that owes 100k because you know oh the tax accountant was had a nice smile all right people until the next time have a good one bye